Good morning, everyone. You know me as John Hockenberry, but actually, in my comic book form, I am Radio Man. I have a jet-powered wheelchair, and I jet around the universe, saving people from themselves. Maybe I should work on myself. Anyway, Comic-Con, it's the conference that starts next week out in San Francisco, is huge. Three words for you. Elizabeth Rapp, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Rapp writes the blog Geek Beat for Cinematical.com, and you are packing your bags and heading out to the Comic-Con conference, the Comic-Con show in San Francisco, even as we speak, correct? Oh, yeah. Um, getting ready, trying to organize my schedule, and... Heading out there, it's it's nerve-wracking. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's in San Diego, not San Francisco, so, you know, check your tickets there. But uh, let's talk for one minute about just how huge this conference is. Uh, who's joining you there in San Diego? Um, my other uh, co-writers on Cinematical, um, Todd Gilchrist and Kevin Kelly will be out there covering it with me, along with probably the rest of the entire <laughs> Well, there'll be the comic industry there. There's the sort of literary world there because graphic novels are huge. And the uh, movie world will be there because, of course, uh, some of the best films and, and biggest blockbusters in Hollywood are generated from the interest in comics. Elizabeth, hold on there. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. But Jeff Yang also joins us, friend of The Takeaway, Asian pop columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle and editor of Secret Identities Location. Uh, Jeff Yang, are you going to be at Comic-Con this next week? I am indeed. I'm already on the West Coast, in fact. (laughs) Explain uh, to people who maybe aren't quite so into it why the audience at Comic-Con is so valuable to makers of uh, movies and uh, Hollywood screenwriters. Well, you know, you got to think of this as being kind of almost a a hand-picked audience for uh, the biggest tentpole movies, the kind of pop culture events of the calendar, uh, this is the biggest pop culture show in the world. It's not just about comics, you know. It's not even, for that matter, just about, you know, um, geeks, as it were. I mean, this began as kind of a, a geek stock, if you will. But uh, this is now the event that people plan an entire year for, literally, to get the buzz out about, you know, the sort of special effects-laden kind of science fiction, fantasy you know, high-concept entertainment that's going to be taking us through the rest of the summer. And the common thread here is, you know, maybe it begins with comics, as you say, but the common thread is these are first adopters. These are people who consume lots and lots of entertainment products from games straight through to movies, and they love to be immersed for hours at a time in entertainment. So in a sense, they are the perfect focus group for Hollywood. This is absolutely correct. I mean, it is amazing the stamina of the people who attend this thing. Uh, And, you know, we really are talking about a group that is virtually recession-proof. I mean, you know, all the other things, all the other events that have kind of uh, had to fade in the background a little bit, you know, given the economic state of the world, Comic-Con is bigger than ever. This is an event that only sells registrations online, and it's sold out within days of announcing them. Well, among the uh, very highly buzzed events at Comic-Con this year are rollouts of the movies Astro Boy and G.I. Joe. Here's some selections from both trailers here in a moment. Good morning, son. Dad? How do you feel? Uh, kind of weird. Technically, we don't exist. We answer to no one. And when all else fails... We don't. What did you say your unit was called? I didn't. Elizabeth Rapp, are you looking forward to Astro Boy and or G.I. Joe? Of course, these are movies generated from either comic books or toys. Um, Not so much either of those, although, you know, 
G.I. Joe looks fun for a <laughs> midnight movie kind of thing. Who knows? But Jeff Yang, in, at Comic-Con and among this particular audience, it's not so much the storyline that is of interest, although that is of interest. It's, it's definitely the special effects. You referred to it a moment ago. These are the kind of graphic stylings of movies nowadays, and Comic-Con uh, reviews special effects as much as it reviews anything. Oh yeah, totally. And uh, from my perspective, of course, you know, sit with my geek hat on. <laughs> those are those are two uh, uh, movies that I have all sorts of nostalgia from from childhood. So I'm, you know, I- I've got to say I'm kind of looking forward to them. There's also the Cameron movie Avatar, which is expected finally to be out. Are you looking yes, forward to and- that, Jeff? Oh yes, that you know, in part because uh, this is a movie that will, you know, speaking of special effects, it it promises to redefine the way we think about. Uh, the, the film experience. And so from a technical perspective, you've got all sorts of people wondering what Cameron has up his sleeve. It's also something that's been worked on for 14 years. And, you know, in all of its different iterations, he's kind of been, you know, showing a little leg here and there, but no one really knows what he's going to unveil. And every time James Cameron has unveiled something of this scale, it has kind of broken and remade Hollywood. So, you know, I think everybody, not just the sort of science fiction fans, are looking forward to, to see what he has. And among the list of films that uh, are going to be floating out, you've got Iron Man 2, Tron 2, I mentioned G.I. Joe, The Hobbit is coming out. And the comics side of things, uh, Elizabeth, um, I, I really am enjoying this uh, Western comic that uh, is all the rage. And uh, describe, first of all, the character of Jonah Hex and where he comes from. Um, he comes from a uh, series that DC did in the 70s called uh, Weird Western Tales, I believe. Was, I, I could have this wrong, but that's where he originated. Um, yeah, he's, he's the focus of a new movie coming out uh, next year. Um, very cool character, sort of, you know, a Clint Eastwood, High Plains Drifter kind of guy that, you know, kind of one foot in the grave, one foot on Earth. That, it's sort of a post-Civil War kind of Cormac McCarthy thing. Oh yeah, very much. It's um, very gritty, very um, very creepy. I mean, he fights. You know, he does the whole bounty hunter thing, but then sometimes he has to fight some creatures of the other world, as it were. Um, it looks very. Every, the buzz on the movie is is really interesting, very cool, and I'm really curious. This will be the first time that there will be footage from the film. And I'm really anxious to see it. It's got a great cast. Um, Josh Brolin, John Malkovich. Um, All right, well, the, uh, the, like, the comic character is Jonah Hex. And yeah. uh, you are Elizabeth Rapp, uh, who writes the blog Geekbeat for Cinematical.com. You'll be in San Diego, I should say San Diego, where Comic-Con <laughs> begins next week. And we'd love to check in with you next week. And also with you, Jeff Yang, Asian pop columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle, who is on the West Coast ready for Comic-Con. Jeff, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, John. There's a lot going on right now. Mounting economic inequality, threats to democracy, environmental disaster, the sour stench of chaos in the air. I'm Brooke Gladstone, host of WNYC's On the Media. Want to understand the reasons and the meanings of the narratives that led us here? And maybe how to head them off at the pass? That's On the Media's specialty. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts.